Welcome to the One Mic, One Voice show, building the collective conscious. Show that's created to give space where your voice, ideas, and informed opinions can be heard, appreciated, and debated. I am Michael Eric Owens, back in the studio, folks. Very excited to be here today. Man, we've had these last couple of days, it's been, uh, the weather's been kind of, it's been kind of nice. Yeah, no complaints. But I'm glad you uh, decided to spend a couple of minutes with me. We have a very, very, very interesting discussion today. I titled this podcast, The Price of Freedom. There is a price to be paid, folks. As, um, as much as we would think differently, there is a price to be paid. But let's first of all define what freedom is. Freedom is defined as the power or act or right to act, speak or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. The power, power, freedom comes with a sense of power, a sense of ability, a sense that I have a right to act, to speak. And I want to focus on five key constitutional freedoms. There's many more, and I'll mention some, but the freedom of speech, the freedom of religion, the freedom of the press, the freedom to assemble, and then the right to petition the government. A free society is an open society, meaning that we are open to new ideas and new ways at looking at and understanding each other. It is a open society. It is a growing society. It is a embracing society. It is not a controlled society. That would be a dictatorship. That would be China. That would be North Korea. America is supposed to be an open and free society. Okay. We cannot have a free society, and this is probably the most critical point when we talk about freedom. Freedom is such an easy-flowing um, word in our society. But the most important thing to recognize, we cannot be a free society when it is dominated by one group. I want you to think about that for a moment. We cannot be a free society if we are dominated by one group. If one group dominates um, the narrative, if there is one dominant religion, 
if the press is made up of all the same people who look like each other and have the same life experiences, we're not in a free society. If only one group is seen as being peaceful, but other groups are seen as being thugs, uh, criminals, murderers, rapists, we do not have a free society. If they one group is seen as the only group that can assemble peacefully, if government only listens to a segment of our society, then we are not a free society. There is no freedom for the marginalized. Let's go back to those five freedoms. Freedom of speech. Yet we have, at every turn in America, American history, we have this desire to restrict um, conversation. I mean, we, we have this incredible debate now about um, critical race theory. It can't be taught. In other words, history, the truth of history can't be taught. But yet we have freedom of speech, freedom of expression. How do you think it makes a group feel when their history and their journey through this country cannot be talked about or validated? You can't have freedom. Oh, man, this thing, freedom of religion. <laughs> oh, man. Man, you, we, we do not live in a Christian nation. We don't. I mean, anybody that says we live in a, what, what about all these other religions? Now, I'm not talking about what I believe. I'm talking about the reality in which we live. So how can we say we have freedom of religion when we demonize everything that is not Christian? And for those who don't believe, maybe that's their religion. Atheism is, is a, 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 a sense of I'm not believing in a, in a God, no God for me. But we say we have freedom of of religion. I want today to talk about the price of freedom. Freedom of the press. Arthur says, glad to see you are back, my brother. I appreciate it. It's uh, as we say in the vernacular, it's been a minute, but I'm back. <laughs> freedom of the press. Freedom of the press. Do we really have freedom? of the press when the when when they pick the agenda the narrative they are telling us what's important and what to think about they jump from one story to the next whatever story best brings in their revenue stream that's what they feed us so we're not even given the information to make the proper decisions that we need to make each and every day. But we say we have freedom of the press. Well, in some sense, people will say in other countries, 
you know, the press is ran by the government. Well, the press is ran by who? Corporations. So would you rather have the press or the or the corporation, the, the government or the corporation? Somebody's running the press, but it's not free in the sense of freedom. Oh, man, we if you go back and you look at 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 the, you know, look at after Reconstruction coming forward, look at the 60s, look at the press and how they treated black and brown people. And you tell me, were the black voices being heard or were they being demonized by the press, right? Okay, freedom of assembly. And we just had this. When you think about it, Black Lives Matter went to uh, D.C. to protest. Man, they had everybody out there. Man, it looked like a a, a a sealed fortress. They 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 had so much manpower. But January six, mm, yeah, freedom of assembly. Did we really have freedom of assembly? I remember growing up in 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 in. And being warned that I could not be in, in crowds with too many black people because we were seen as a threat. Simply because we were hanging out. I can remember being on the corner just having fun, dribbling my basketball, and the and the police officers pull up. What are you doing? What do you mean, what am I doing? I live on this block. Freedom of assembly? Do we really have that? If 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 right now, if if blacks put on a march and we all walked around with AR uh, a fifteen, if we were if 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 we were if we had guns and 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 shotguns and we were marching, how would that be viewed? Would people call that peaceful, or would they call us patriots? Because you notice now, these January 6th people are patriots. Freedom of assembly and right to petition the government. Wow. When we have the fringe, the, 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 the right fringe groups that have more power, like the NRA and, and, and the lobbyists have more power, are we really saying that we are exercising this freedom to petition our government. A free society, again, is an open society, meaning that we are open to new ideas and ways of looking at and understanding each other. And we cannot have a free society that is dominated by one group. Simple as that. The one group will control the narrative. The run group makes the laws, enforces the laws, while everybody else is subject to all of that. Is that freedom? Is that freedom? You see, real freedom is messy business. It's ugly. Matter of fact, I'll say that has been the greatest struggle in this country is for freedom. It's for freedom. From the outset. It was to be free, to be recognized, to have the right to vote, 
to be to, to, to have a right to a fair trial. It was freedom. Yet we sit here in the 21st century and the battle still goes on. Year after year, we continue to debate over a woman's freedom over her own body. In the 21st century, you see the idea of freedom in America is 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 in in essence the idea that it only belongs to certain people. I mean, that's the truth of the matter. It only belongs to certain people. Freedom in this country is not meant for everyone. I mean, that's a hard truth to understand and accept, but it's the truth. There's a segment that says or labels another segment of they need to be controlled. They need to be ostracized. We can't let them in the door. We can't let them participate. We can't even the playing field. Why? Because that is reserved for us. And throughout the ages, this has been the challenge. This has been the push to say, no, you said in your documents, if I was a citizen, I had freedom, freedom of religion. Well, t- tell, our, tell our, our Muslim brothers that they have freedom of religion. Okay. Our Sikh brothers. Our Jewish brothers brothers and sisters let's let's we we will never this is it we will never achieve or reach our potential in this country if we do not start having serious conversations about things that are taken for granted in this country We march and we protest for equal protection under the law. Injustices and freedoms infringements are daily encounters. Yet there are some among us who don't give freedom a second thought. They were born in such a way that they never had to contemplate restrictions. They never thought I can't go in that neighborhood. Or I'm in the store, I need to make sure that my hands are visible. I can't put my hands in my pocket because they are going to think I'm stealing something. Right? They've never seen signs that said, you're not wanted here. Or you're not served here. Or you have to go to the back to get your food. They never had to. Right? Sit in the back of the bus. You see, they've never contemplated this this thing called freedom that they so easily have acquired simply because of the color of their skin. But those of us of darker pigmentation have contemplated this all of our lives. I didn't come into this world wanting to face these challenges. I was just a 
Boy born in Milwaukee. 53206. 3155. <laughs> North 16th Street. I was just a boy that, like any other boy that 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 came into the world and had wonder and and and, and intrigue about my environment. But I didn't understand that it was different for people like me. See, this is a conversation that we are so afraid to have, even woke people. It is different. And the inability to embrace the deepness and the pain of this conversation is a reason why we're not getting anywhere. Where are we going? The country is worse today than it was when Trump was in office. Oh, that's a dangerous statement. But if you didn't know it, you would think the man was still in office. As much as they talk about him, he's on the media every day. How can you get how can you get kicked off every social media platform and still be the most popular president in the country? Good afternoon, Linda. Think about it. It's because you say freedom of the press, but again, the press is motivated by money and he's good ratings. The problem with that is we will pay a heavy price in 2022. I was in the Navy for 13 years, folks. I know a little bit about not having freedom. <laughs> and when you go to serve your country, you are giving up certain freedoms for the freedom of others. Military, you told when you can leave, when you can come. It's time to eat. It's not time to eat. You need to go to bed. You need to be on watch. You need to take this training. There is, there is no, there, there, there is no negotiations. But why does one serve? One serves because it protects the freedom of others. Here lies the crucial point. The very crucial point. Our freedom is dependent upon the freedom of others. Our freedom is dependent upon the freedom of others. I'm going to get deeper into that after I take this quick break, folks. Your freedom depends on mine, and mine depends on yours. We'll be right back. This is Michael Eric Owens, host of the One Mic, One Voice show. I want to give a shout out to all of our listeners all across the globe. Thank you for your undivided attention and for your conversation. You can catch us every Sunday on YouTube. 
12.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. And you can also catch us on Podbeam, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, on any one of those lovely, wonderful podcasting platforms you love to listen to. Please always remember, you can change the world. It's your choice. freedom is dependent upon the freedom of others. Let me give you a couple examples. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. One day we're going to have a serious conversation. One day. One day we're going to put away our own fragility and we are going to have a serious conversation. And it's going to change us. Oh, I want that day. It's not today, though. It's not today because too many people are caught up in their own individualistic attitudes about life. And I'm going to get into that. But let me give you just a couple examples of why our freedom depends on each other's. You see, the government makes laws to maintain a universal freedom. Seatbelts are one. Why seatbelts important? Because I might kill myself or I might kill somebody else if I get in an accident. Traffic laws are important because... I just can't run through a red light. I could, but I could endanger somebody else. And in life is a freedom, the freedom to live. The freedom not to get murdered. Affirmative action. You hear all the negativity about affirmative action, but affirmative action, why it in some minds is an infringement upon others' freedoms was meant to equal the playing field. You see, my freedom depends on yours and yours depends on mine. You see, you, you, you cannot say that I can only have my freedom, my choices, my decisions, because they all affect each other. If we do not allow for other people to exercise their freedom, then we are denying our own freedom. As I said before, when I went to the service and anyone that serves, we deny certain of our own freedoms. We give them up so that we can fight for yours, right? But there's this mindset out here that somehow the I only matter, me. When you think about, as I mentioned earlier, critical race theory and the impact of not teaching true American history. How can freedom, 
How can we have freedom when we deny the history of others in this country? Matter of fact, we went as far as to rewrite history so that it supported the dominant culture's view of what this country should be. Yet and still we say we all have freedom. Let me reiterate, when you hear that America is a free nation, what you must understand underneath that it is a freedom for just a select group of people. It's not for everyone. It's not meant for the black or brown person, the native person. Let's be honest. Because we wouldn't have, we wouldn't be in the predicament we are right now if, if, if I was truly free. I wouldn't get in my car and worried about whether I would make it back home if I was truly free. I wouldn't be, someone wouldn't be walking around uh, uh, watching me while I'm in the grocery store or while I'm in a department store if I was truly free. No one would deny me a loan when I have the same credit level as my white brothers and sisters if I was truly free. If we were truly free, we wouldn't have a white church and a black church. Mm. The reason why we have a black church because y'all kicked us out of the white church. You see, if we want to have real conversations and look at the country that we are in through a unadulterated lens of history, it would change us. Linda says you're telling the truth. Thank you. It will change us. But no, we have to be in denial. Folks, why do we go to war? Why do we go to war? We fight to preserve the freedom of others. To defend the freedom of others. The simple truth is, it's not about your freedom. It's about mine. It's not about my freedom. It's about yours. Freedom is the only, only thing. It's only free when we fight for the freedom of others. Service to each other. Well, you, there's this mindset, you know, that, um, yeah, I need to speak out, you know, among the allies. I need to speak out or I need to speak up. No. You need to fight for the freedom of others. You're not fighting for the freedom of a black person or a Latinx person. You're fighting for the freedom of a human being. You know, this idea that, yeah, I need to use my privilege to help. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, somebody help me tonight. This afternoon. It needs to be night. This privilege idea of I need to use it to help others. No. No, 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 no. 
you need to fight for the freedom of another human being. You need to fight for that which you have been so easily given. This paternalistic view, it's still, it, it, it's hubris. It still puts you in a space where you might not say it, but you feel better for the lowly black or brown person. That's the wrong way. You're, 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 listen, you're not giving up anything, right? You're not giving up anything. You, what, what you have is what every human being should have. Matter of fact, it's pretty clear in the documents which were written, right? All citizens of this country. I entitled to A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all citizens. You see, the problem is America is an individualistic society. It's all about the self. That's why it was easy for colonialists to slaughter native people. It was easy for them to enslave other human beings. It was easy for them to steal the land. It was easy to militarize black and brown communities. Just like it's easy for them to put a knee on brother George Floyd's neck for the whole world to see. It was easy because those people don't matter. Those people are not afforded the same freedoms. Take our country back lisa says church is a a session ch- church is in session right now you are preaching <laughs> nobody free until we're all free valley fanny lou hamer yes absolutely welcome to the one mic church <laughs> listen folks this idea of the individual and my freedom look at what we're dealing with right now let me talk about the vaccine Mm. yeah it should be my freedom not to take the vaccine i'm an american i have the freedom not to take the vaccine You know, a person that thinks like that doesn't understand what freedom is. They don't understand the sacrifice that I've made and others make each and every day so that they can have and try to live in a free society. Because sacrifices are being made every day. But you sit up and you say, it's my right not to. The problem is, remember, my freedom depends on your freedom and your freedom depends on my freedom. That's why you don't have a choice. You got to put on a seatbelt. It's mandated. People say, I don't want, no, we can't mandate. Why, why can't we? Right? We mandate everything from the environment to criminal justice to, to how we live our lives each and every day. We mandate it. But this, see, the, the problem is, is that, again, we have to look at it differently. You know, this is 
This is political. But we can't stop there. It's just not red and blue. It has a racial element to it. Freedom has a racial element to it. In other words, when you say take our country back, what does that mean? That has a racial element to it. Take it back from who? When you are a white group of fringe people saying take back our country, well, you're kind of looking at those that are outside your group and saying that you don't belong here. You see, the idea of I have a freedom to carry a gun everywhere I want to go. Doesn't matter whether you see that gun and you're traumatized by that gun. Doesn't matter because that person has a right. That person does not have a right. That's not freedom. Freedom does not mean that I can do what I want to do and infringe upon you. But yet this is not in our dialogue. This is not on CNN or MSNBC or, or Fox News. This is not in our dialogue. Why? Because conversation like this motivates change. When we can see children being slaughtered in school and do nothing, we're having the wrong conversation. As a matter of fact, we're not just having the wrong conversation, the wrong people are having the wrong conversation. Think about this. Those children have rights. Hmm. What about the Pulse nightclub? Those folks had rights. Um, what about uh, South Carolina, Mother Emanuel? Those congregants had rights. You see, freedom does not mean everything goes. It doesn't mean you with freedom comes responsibility and accountability. Yet those two are lost in the conversation because I'm an American. I can do what I want to do. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I'm an American. I cannot do what I want to do. I just can't go driving anywhere. I just can't express anger toward an officer that pulled me over. I can't expect to have a fair trial. I can't expect for when I apply for that job that I'm going to be given the same opportunity as my white brothers and sisters. I can't expect that. They said, hold on now, Mike. Now, 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 now we, we've come a long way. How, how far have we come? And what is your definition of progress? Because the last time I checked, blacks are doing worse today than they were doing in the 60s per capita. Freedom. Hmm. You see, at the core of our struggles in this country, it's about freedom. Because if I am free, and you are fighting for my freedom. Then you see me as a person that has value. You don't see me as I need to lift you up. I don't need nobody to lift me up. I just need the door to be open. 
I don't, I don't, I don't need special attention. I don't need sympathy. I, I don't need any of that. What I need is what you have been freely given and that you, most of you, take for granted. I need to be able to leave my house and not think about something terrible happening to me. Maybe that's psychological freedom. I need to be free from trauma that has plagued me every day of my life. The type of trauma that some folks never encounter. That's what I need freedom from. The price of freedom. I said freedom was messy. It's messy. It's ugly. It's painful. Because we will never get to this point. I hear people saying that we need to fight for criminal justice reform and we need to fight for better education. We need to fight. How much longer are we going to keep saying we need to fight while marginalizing the very people in in which you say you want to help? You know, it... just about, I, I used to say most black people, but I'm going to say uh, I, I, there's, some, there's some skin folk, but not kin folk. So, so I'm going to say this. There, there is a percentage of, of, of black people that will say amen to this. You know when you're being heard and listened to by our, quote, allies. You know when you have been grafted into the vine as an equal participant, you know that. And you know when you don't. And when you're not. It is so painful to see the very people that say they want to support and help do everything And they're ignorant of this. Everything in their power to prevent any type of change from happening. Freedom comes at a high cost. Let's not forget the example of Dr. King. I talked about serving in the military. King served in society. He served, he fought for the freedom of others yeah it was for his own freedom but the reality is when we fight for our own freedom we are also fighting for the freedom of others and vice versa if i'm out here fighting for your freedom i'm fighting for my own because as lisa quoted from fanny lou hamer Nobody's free until we all are free. It's a truth that is difficult for us to embrace because there is so much that has taught us differently 
even when we were kids, we were in a world that looks dominated by a certain group and that group becomes good. And when we see people being arrested, we see a certain group and we say that group is bad and we categorize and we stereotype and we have to, we have to cut through the maze of all of this and realize that we're all human. And if as a human being, I should be free, we all should be free. I don't know. I don't, I I have not lived a day since I was a, a naive boy. That was a very long time ago. Well, I've ever thought that I was free. I mean, that is a pretty devastating statement. But when you really talk about what freedom is, every day, black and brown people are faced with the reality that their freedom is restricted simply because of the color of their beautiful brown skin. Mm. So what do we do? It's time to have a real conversation. It's, it's time for us, if you say that you are with us, it's time for you to Man, I'm I'm so tired of seeing folks march. Listen. You're marching, but you're not listening. You're trying to help, but you're not listening. You're trying to organize, but you're not listening. You need to learn how to fight. You know, The military is very organized. They have a strategy. They know who's in charge. And they know how to get things done. This country has not been overthrown. (laughs) Contrary to what they tried to do on January 6th, there's a reason. There's there's a sense of, um, I would say, that this country cannot fall, that freedom cannot be defeated. And I agree with that. I agree with that notion. But the problem I take with that is that only applies to a certain group of people. And until that group of people understands that I'm not trying to uplift a black person, I'm trying to fight for a fellow human being regardless of their socioeconomic status right we need to have a serious conversation and in closing this is what I will say as I said there's a price of freedom you can't fight who fights and doesn't get bruised who fights and doesn't get hurt or doesn't get wounded. That's why they call it a fight. 
Who goes into a boxing match and comes out unscathed? Even if you win, you look like you've been in a fight. Well, some of you, y'all look real good. Y'all ain't been fighting. Y'all been talking, but you haven't been fighting. Because it's going to cost you something. It might cost you a loss of a relationship, a friendship, a family member, a job, economic. It's going to cost you something. But it's worth the fight. It's worth the fight. Because nobody is free until we all are free. History will speak of us. Somewhere in the distant future, a scribe will reach down deep into the archives of our time and what will she find? Will she discover that we overcame our differences? Will she find that out of many, we became one? Or will she find that we solved nothing and remain a divided peoples? Yes, history will speak of us. We can make a difference if we try. We can be the change that's in our lives. All we gotta do is work together. We gotta raise our children better We gotta stop the hate, stop the hate And spread the love One mic, one voice You can change the world, it's your choice One mic, one voice You can change the world, it's your choice One mic, one voice You can change the world, it's your choice One mic, one voice you can change the world, it's your choice, your choice. Thank you for downloading the One Mic, One Voice show. Take a moment and subscribe and share. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platform. Thank you for your continued support and for your voice. You can change the world. It's your choice. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed on the One Mic, One Voice show are not the views, thoughts, and opinions of our sponsors.